My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. It's time we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. <laughs> hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. I, and gals. Uh, two conservative daily podcasts. And he, she's. I, you know, I didn't want to open the same way every time. I think we're going to start mixing it up. So we'll start it with a, <laughs> a Joe Biden opening for all of you guys who are interested in what that actually means. Think about what you're thinking about. Think about, uh, think about the uh, thinking about. I don't know why my screen's not working, brother man, but send Zach in here and fix me, will you? No. Roger. Never mind, I'll just plug it in somewhere else. All right. We've got a lot of things to go over today related to, well, I The mean, FBI being the a FBI. bunch of shameless uh, little brown shirts and people in America as well as around the world rejecting the deep state and these disgusting little lizard, uh, you know, insurgents that the uh, you know, powers that be have installed into our election systems and into our government. But before we do that, I, I mean, I, you're right. But before we go into that, let's take a look at this, this article I just sent over in the Epoch Times. For, for those of you that did, missed it this morning, we went through an hour with Stuart Rhodes. He was the founder of the Oath Keepers. He's the one that has been slandered, I think, more than President Trump has. They've called him a militiaman. They've called him an extremist. They've called him a. They pretty much called him everything in the book. He's a highly intelligent man. Who has, for for one thing, he's a, he's a veteran, and two, he has stood up for and 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 protected and served this country honorably for many 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 years. So this is from the Epoch Times. Came out I th- a couple days ago. The Oath Keepers not only had no plan to attack the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, founder Elmer Stewart Rhodes warned his, mem- warned his members, that afternoon, whatever you do, don't try to enter the Capitol, Rhodes told the FBI in an exclusive interview obtained by the Epoch Times. Information from Rhodes' interview with two FBI agents in Texas in May 2021 contradicts much of what the January 2022 indictment charging him with seditious conspiracy, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging any duties, and two other January 6 charges. Rhodes and four of the co-defendants will go on trial September 27th, accused of plotting to interfere with the counting of electoral college votes on January 6th and preventing the peaceful transfer of power between Trump, President Trump, excuse me, and, pre- and, and then, uh, I'm not going to read it, 
uh, Joe Biden. He faces a possible sentence of life in prison based on threats by prosecutors to seek sentencing enhancements for alleged terrorism. Uh, in an interview, the transcript, which was obtained by the Epoch Times, Rhodes repeatedly asserted the Oath Keepers had no plan to attack on Capitol and, in fact, did nothing of the sort. When he realized some Oath Keepers had gone into the Capitol, Rhodes said he called an end to their event security mission and ordered them all to rendezvous with him on the east side of the complex. Everyone came right where I told them to go, not because I wanted them to go anywhere, do anything else, but because I wanted to get them all together to keep them out of trouble. I didn't want them getting involved in any of the explicitive. Florida Oath Keeper leader Kelly Meggs informed Rhodes he and other Oath Keepers went into the Capitol on a first aid mission. So when I figured out what had happened, the people had gone on in in on the Supreme Court side and that some of our guys had gone in, that's when I was like, okay, guys, let's move. Let, get them all together. Let's go forward to the Supreme Court. Just get off the Capitol grounds. Get the blank out of here. That's what we did. There was no blank plan on our part to go inside the Capitol. Um, the, and I said blank because I don't want to say the word. The FBI agents who met with Rhodes in Texas served a warrant to seize his phone. Rhodes gave them the security pin to access the phone and walked them through the content in an apparent effort to show he had nothing to hide. He offered to turn himself in. If there had ever charges in the case, based on what we talked about, I can't see that happening, Stewart, one of the FBI agents said. When he was arrested in January 2022, a SWAT team came to his Texas home and ordered him to surrender. Rhodes and Oath Keepers General Counsel Kelly Sorrell, Kelly, by the way, was just charged as well, who sat in on the FBI interview, expressed concern that their accounts of January 6th would be twisted by prosecutors at the U.S. Department of Justice. The conversation took place eight months before Rhodes was indicted and 16 months before Sorrell was indicted for four obstruction-related counts. Uh, hey, let me know if you need anything else. He answered, Rhodes said near the end of his interview, I'll talk to you. I don't trust your bosses. Just being blunt with you, I don't. Yeah, especially the DOJ. I don't trust any. I don't trust lawyers in general. So the, the reason why I'm putting this up here first before we get into the FBI is because Stuart Rhodes had nothing to hide. Stuart Rhodes went and talked to the FBI. Stuart Rhodes did what any normal law-abiding person in the United States would do. They made sure they had someone there present in the interview, number one, and number two, made sure that he gave and cooperated fully with the FBI. And yet they still came for him because they created a narrative because that is what the FBI has become. You know, when I was a, when I was a kid, we used to call FBI fat, bald, and ignorant. <laughs> that was our... That's what we said about them. It was because most of them were fat and bald. I yeah. called them fudge brownie ice cream since fudge we were in D.C. <laughs> in fudge, fr fudge brownie ice cream. Like, oh, there's ice cream everywhere, guys. Uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take away from those in law enforcement that do good work, but there are many that don't do good work, and there are many that say I'm just doing my job, and I think it's a shame. I think that anybody that stands on the fact that I'm just doing their job as they watch people persecute and act with impunity um, are cowards. And you're hiding behind a power structure that frankly is against the, our constitution. But I wanna dive into this stuff that we were gonna go through this morning before we got that phone call. But I wanted you all to know that Stuart Rhodes, contrary to what the FBI said or the news said, he didn't run from anybody. He said, come see me and if there's any charges, let me know, I'll turn myself in. But they wanted the Kabuki Theater. 
They wanted to be able to draw the drama and create something that's not there. Because they're liars. Because they're liars, because they're cheats, because everything that they do inside of these establishment apparatuses is designed to hurt the American people. Every bit of it. And if you want to argue with me, I mean, go ahead. Apollo, you want to argue with me? Be Negative. I want to be Captain Obvious here for a minute. But let's dive into it. Let's, let's just dive right into it. We're going to go a little bit long today because we have so much to go through. Um, what's the first surprise on, the, on the, the ticket? The first surprise? What do you mean? What's the first thing we're going to run over? Oh, well, I want to recap to everybody because I'm actually, it's very enjoyable to see uh, finally that these people are uh, getting these respect in public that they so deserve. Um, highlighting the fact that people are not buying this anymore. The Kabuki Theater is failing. It's not working. So we showed you this last week, uh, a few seconds of it, but I just want to run through a few clips. We showed you a very short one Dana. of Nancy, P Nancy Pelosi, but uh, let's start once again. Let's see how the American people actually feel about these individuals who have sold you out and continue to lie and tell you that the election was safe and, you know, evil MAGA Republicans and are the devil. And this is Dana Nessel, who is the AG of Michigan. Yes. Let's play it. Respect and give it up for Dana Nessel, our yeah, Attorney wait General. For it. That is a rough crowd. Yeah, they're, they're like, get off the stage, <laughs> you communists. <laughs> but heckling has become all too familiar, and I, I bet you the FBI is showing it up all these people's houses, especially since the, the dribbler-in-chief, the, the, the chief architect of the fraud, the, the puppet of the American demise, who has created and done nothing to help America and driven up all sorts of stuff, including energy prices and destroyed families. <sighs> But a heckler was not having it at the soul of America, so let's go ahead and play this if we can. Cut to. Claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. I will not stand by and watch the most fundamental freedom in this country, the freedom to vote and have your vote counted and be taken from you and the American people. Look, as your president, I will defend our democracy with every fiber of my being, and I'm asking every American to join me. <clears throat> Throughout our history, you can hear it. Let's go, Brandon, in the background. Made the greatest progress coming out of some of our darkest moments, like you're hearing that bullhorn. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at Americans. All right. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. It's a good thing to hear in the back of your speech. This right. one's my favorite. We can go to the next one. And the whole notion of the burn it all down politics of MAGA Republicans continues to be a drumbeat. But, but. 
no, no, no. Let him go. Let him go. Folks, ignorance knows no boundaries. Ignorance knows no boundaries. These people are the biggest pieces of trash this side of the planet. Trash. Not, not small bits of trash, but big, 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 big dumps of trash. We have more evidence than, than you could back up a truck and you could fill a bank vault with how much evidence we have. There's fraud everywhere. The election machines are absolutely fraudulent. They've been stealing elections at every level. There is no 50-50 country. It's a 10% of these shriveling little idiots, 10% of people who are too stupid to know what happened in our country because they got their head in the sand and 80% that is going, man, I don't want to say anything. Or maybe I do want to say something because they're getting attacked by these radical pieces of garbage. Did you know that CNN was just banned by Nicaragua, the country of Nicaragua, for being danger to their, a danger to their people? Because no. they don't tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> CNN Espanol is now off the air in Nicaragua because they said, all you are is a bunch of hacks. Kick them out. Get out. You lie. You're a bunch of liars. I don't even know where they... I, I don't even get it. I, I don't know how many stupid people there are out there, but it can't be a big number. They're just walking around with a bullhorn and Demcast doing all of their... Here's a million people. Right? Am I wrong? No, it's a minority. It's a minority of stupid people. The media makes them look like they're more, just like they did with Antifa and BLM. And the majority of people see it. They just don't say anything. Yeah, well... I would say it's probably... 60% of the country, if not more, they know exactly what's going on. They may feel more or less, uh, you know, nervous to say anything, but they see what's going on. They just don't say anything because they're afraid to speak out. It's a small minority of idiots who are really, really brainwashed and under the spell or are just trying to do this because someone pays them 500 bucks a week. No, because they like it. They, they like it. They, they like freakisms everywhere. Mm -hmm. They like freaks running around running our society. They love it. Hello, look at a little freak running around. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it, tell me I'm wrong. Please, tell me I'm wrong without telling me I'm wrong. Okay, you can't tell me I'm wrong because I'm not wrong. But this was, this, this one was even better. Let's play uh, four because this was Pelosi. Now, again, this is in a place where it should have been, been a crowd that thought, oh, yeah, you know, this woman went from being worth nothing to $300 million on the backs of Americans. She, she has never had a trade, a stock trade, that lost money. Never. She is Bernie Madoff reincarnate. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. 
Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. Let's go ahead and play it. 20% by 2030, Tough crowd. They're just like, boo. It's like the whole crowd. It is the whole crowd. Nobody wants to listen to this piece of trash. All right, good. The whole crowd. Just like Dana Nessel at an art festival. This is not a, this is, again, not an NRA rally. This is an art festival. All right. Here's a so we, we have another smaller cut where she's booed. This is a smaller cut. We played cut. that one this morning. We're oh, we did? Yeah. Let's replay it again. Okay. I, I like listening to her get booed. <laughs> hey, boo boo. I couldn't talk about <laughs> why is everybody <laughs> booing? I'll tell you why they're booing. Because she's a communist. <laughs> nah, I told you. I gave it to you. If you're wondering why they booed her off the stage, it's because she's a communist. She doesn't do enough of those uh, those weird videos from her refrigerator where she has a beer like every average Joe, like Pocahontas did. Can you do me a favor? Can you find me a cut of President Trump? Where he oh, walked yeah. into a football game or he walked into a baseball game. I'm just curious how the American people reacted bigly to him. How about one of the rallies that just happened in the last week? Oh, no, no, no. I want it to be a place where it could be bipartisan. Democrat, oh, okay. Republicans, where they show up. And let's see if that ever happened. I think there was a baseball game he went to <laughs> just recently. J- just recently I went, and I think they were yelling, let's go, Brandon. Weren't they? I think so. I don't, we're going to have to find it because I – it's really important that it's really important that people know that uh, that didn't happen to President Trump. Matter, it's never happened to President Trump. But I want to point out that Pelosi was in New York. She was in a New York art. It should have been her 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 peeps, right? You would think. No, no, none of the Democrats have zero support. If they didn't have a machine. And if they didn't have Dominion and ESNS and Smartmatic and Seidel and Edison and the ability to manipulate the stuff behind this black curtain, they would have nothing. Now, here's what I think is going to happen in November. They're going to try and steal a bunch of elections, and people are going to lose their mind. True story. It's going to happen. Count on it. It's going to happen, and it's going to create turmoil across the world. Now, with that said, everyone said that this weekend that September 23rd, September 24th, September 25th, the world is going to fall apart. Now, I said that we are going to have an armed conflict with Russia in the next six months. And some, some have said it's going to be with China. It's not going to be with Russia. 
And I'm going to just tell you right now, there is unrest everywhere, but you can't fight a proxy war against a country, kill their own people, create lots of problems, and not have an armed conflict with them. Can't fight a proxy war. You can't send people weapons to go fight your battles for you. And that's what the left does, because they're cowards. Do we find one yet? By any chance? I've got one. It's not super recent. It's from uh, yeah, from fine. 2020. That 2020 works. All right. Let's go ahead and play her. Play her on up. So this was at the uh, the Army Navy game. Oh yes, yes. Play that one. This one. Yes. So here, let's play, oh. let's play this, everybody. Let's go. Wait, I'm looking for a boo. Everyone is losing their mind when Trump runs onto the uh, field. USA. What? Look at that. This is beautiful. Contrast that with the armed forces now. You know, like when they stare at Biden eating pizza like a Hey, you know, let's let's patient. play the same game. Actually, they couldn't. They were told they were explicitly told no saying let's go Brandon at the Navy game, Air Force Navy game. Right? Wait, what? Look at what? They they said they had a they told all the cadets you are not allowed to say let's go Brandon or F Joe Biden. <laughs> they they had to put out a memo. I'm not kidding. Somebody that's in the comments, you got to be able to say something about this. They said you are not allowed. They had to put it. They had explicitly put it out there at the games and say, please, at the Air Force Academy, please do not say let's go Brandon. But they're they're popular. Everyone believes that you know you should be recruiting children in school to to you know chop off their weenie. No, no. We have more for you. We, we, I want to I get to this because I think it's important. This is B, the DOJ. So now let's get into the, the DOJ bombs. This is from Gateway Pundit Jim Hoft. Put this out there, B1. DOJ drops a bomb, admits federal government ran informants inside the Oath Keepers on January 6th. Spring this on, they spring this on the J6 attorneys less than one week, week before trial. A handful of Oath Keeper members entered the U.S. Capitol that day when they stood around, picked up trash, spoke with police, and left when they were told to. Next week, the government starts its trials against the Oath Keeper members that are, they arrested. The trial for Oath Keeper's founder, Stuart Rhodes, starts on Tuesday with jury selection. On Thursday, the U.S. government sent a letter to the attorneys of nine Oath Keeper members. If we can, just go to the next one. The U.S. government finally admitted in a letter that they were running confidential human sources inside the Oath Keepers organization on January 6th. The government also notified the attorneys that they are issuing a protective order for the operatives they ran inside the, the uh, operation on January 6th. The Fed sandbagged the defense for nearly two years and then sprang the existence of these confidential human sources at the 11th hour. Who do you think they have... And if we, if we want to go to the next one, who do you think they have that there would be that informant? So here you go. They, they wrote this up. The United States respectfully submits this motion for protective order to protect from disclosure information regarding 
ongoing investigations related to certain Federal Bureau of Investigation confidential human sources. At trial, the government or defense may call to testify certain CHSs which were either involved in the investigation and led to the persecution of the defendants or who became CHSs subsequently to the initiation of the uh, instant investigation. By this motion, the government seeks to preclude defendants from eliciting either by cross-examination or on direct information regarding other investigations the CSEs may be involved in. Details regarding the other investigations are not related and could undermine the operational integrity of these investigations. Okay, so let me just, let me, let me tell you what this means. They are not allowed to talk to them on cross-examination on the things that they are doing in order to create this Kabuki theater on January 6th. They're not allowed. They're prohibited. So, in other words, you could say these are our informants, we're going to protect them fully, and you are not allowed to go get information on these informants. You're not allowed to do any sort of disparaging. You're not allowed to talk them through. You're not allowed to do any of that. So let me just go on page two. The defense shall be prohibited from asking any questions seeking personal identifying information from the witnesses, specifically their address or date of birth. Apart from the instant investigation, the defense shall be prohibited from asking any questions about the witness's participation in past or pending investigations or undercover operations. The defense shall be precluded from eliciting testimony, either on cross-examination or on direct, that would detail the FBI's CHE program and the training and methods used by the FBI as part of their undercover operations. So they held on to this information for two years, picked off people inside of Oath Keepers, charged them with crimes that will have them sit in prison for life, for nonviolent, non-participatory, they did nothing. They, they didn't walk down and twist anybody's arm. They didn't do anything. And what they said about Stuart Rhodes was even worse than that because they said Stuart basically went out and got an F-15 and put it in Virginia because it's illegal in Washington, D.C., and said, hey, things pop off. I'm going to go get my F-15 because, you know, Biden said, if you want to do anything, you got to do it. You better own an F-15. So he went and planted his F-15 because he's going to take over the free world with an F-15 that doesn't exist. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and and for our listeners, they're they're offering an incredible seventy percent off your yearly plan to our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it, but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. Guys, this is how absurd the FBI is. And they expect you to just go with it. 
Well, and then we have this uh, this whistleblower, Steve Friend, and he's not the only. He's not the only whistleblower. No. This is a guy that has given his life to protect his country. Got involved, drank the Kool-Aid, and said, I, I want to serve my nation. I want to serve the people of my country. Uh, he didn't score high enough on the psychopath scale. Because, by the way, they, they look for spectrum people inside the FBI that could be manipulated. They look for them, have for decades. Facebook silencing activity related to FBI whistleblower Steve Friend. After Friend's bombshell revelation last week at a whistleblower complaint to the Department of Justice, Inspector General has caused his cause received an avalanche of public and private support, including from former FBI agents and conservative groups. As reported in this column, Friend's complaint alleges the FBI has been manip manipulating case file management in order to false, falsely inflate the death, excuse me, the threat of domestic terrorism. This is unbelievable. Um, and has been used unconstitutional and excessive force in efforts to persecute political opponents of the Biden administration regime. Not administration. Friend of SWAT team member in Florida was suspended by the FBI last week after refusing to participate in what he regarded as an unnecessary heavy-handed raid over January 6th misdemeanor. Wow. It goes further. What can ML4 do for Steve Friend right now? Moms for Liberty has tested a mutual friend. We want to offer community support for fundraiser, although we think we feel it would be shut down. Can you reach out to him and let him know Moms for Liberty is thinking of him and we can provide any assistance we are here? Ms. Friend responded to Moms for Liberty using a private message on her personal Facebook account. In the message, she identified herself as Steve Friend's wife thanked them for their support, and said her husband was in the process of obtaining permission from the FBI to speak publicly, and asked them to encourage their members to speak to share his whistleblower story on their personal social media accounts. About 30 minutes later, Ms. Friend received a notification from Facebook that her account had been suspended because account or activity on it doesn't follow our community standards. Guys, this is the scary part of this. This is scary. No, take this down for a minute. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Steve Friend's wife said, just share his story. She used a invisible messaging system on Facebook and was promptly shut down and had her account suspended because Facebook was acting as a proxy for the federal government. As a proxy for the federal government, you are doing the evil deeds of, of controlled and corporate Cronyism, it's, it's criminal. It's not only criminal, it is subverting the Constitution of the United States. This is an example, if you put a pin in it, that you should be able to go and sue Facebook for acting as a pseudo-government agency. I have said this before about Dominion and ES&S and Smartmatic. They're supposed to be doing a public good. They can't sue anyone. Not in a, in a country that is run by people that care about the Constitution because they're acting as the government. And they're stealing elections because of a partisan ideology. Not because they've been wronged. Eric Coomer has not been wronged. His entire case is being funded by Dominion and left-wing nutjobs. That's truth. We, we want to sit here and, and say that, that this is not government corporatism. It, it's not 
a subversion of our constitutional rights, that they're a private company, they could do what they want, when they are acting on behalf of an illegitimate regime? And you have an FBI whistleblower, which, by the way, you are not allowed to retaliate against a whistleblower. And guess what? They're retaliating against the whistleblower and his family. Well, and keep in mind, this article mentions this isn't about, like, public posts. This, she shared where they could support him in her, in her messages. Right. Like, this is, a, this is a direct message. Which means the FBI has their own little office over at the Facebook. You know, people ask me all the time in text messages and, and messages, and they'll say stuff like, man, when it clacks off. And I'm like, yeah, if it clacks off, I'll be right there. And others have said, crap bags that literally are controlled opposition, some of these crap bags, by the way, said, hey, don't go to the January 6th rally because if you go there, it's a false flag. Because they weren't asked to speak there. I'm, I'm kind of upset over it. Like, let's bow down to the, to the FBI, who is going around the entire country with impunity, just doing harm to people in our community. Doing harm. Not, not just, hey, I, I have a difference of opinion. Doing harm, slandering, making up salacious information about people, doing the wrap-up smears as they've done on me for months now. Months. And now they come after someone that stepped forward and says, what you're doing is wrong. Now let's get to B11. This gets even worse. This just came out. The FBI paid for Russian disinformation while punishing a patriot. Newsweek. This is on Newsweek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To understand the state of, of disrepair in our national security and law enforcement apparatus, look to the Federal Bureau of Investigation's contrasting treatment of Russian disinformation spinner Igor Danchenko and whistleblower Special Agent Steve Friend. We recently learned the Bureau rewarded the former for his lies while punishing the latter for his truths. Danchenko, a Russian national, was the key researcher behind the key document, the Steele dossier, behind the key effort to undermine candidate and then topple President Donald J. Trump. Russiagate. You can't make this stuff up. This, they're literally propping someone up. Durham has been out there saying, this guy's trash. But, but much like what they did to Sussman in Washington, D.C., look what they're going to do to Igor Danchenko. Nothing. Why? That's their little brown shirt. That's their little puppet. They can do whatever they want, act with impunity, go after everyday Americans. Matter of fact, go after those people that are standing firm in constitutional integrity. I got another one for the FBI. You're going to want to hear this. This was unbelievable. This just gets into, if you, if, you want to, if you want to hear it, this one gets into something I think is all of us need to be talking about, specifically. Pennsylvania pro-life activists arrested by FBI charged with assaulting the clinic escort. Here's the problem. It never happened. Prosecutors say uh, Mark Hook Twice assaulted a man outside a Planned Parenthood clinic on the same day last year. Oh, same day last year. Catholic pro-life activist was arrested Friday at his rural Pennsylvania home and charged with physically assaulting a Planned, Parent court, Planned Parenthood clinic escort last year. Mark Huck of uh, uh, Kintnerville, Kintnersville, Pennsylvania, 
is co-founder and president of the King's Men, a Catholic ministry that aims to spiritual, spiritually mentor young Catholic men. Hawk's wife, uh, Ryan Marie, told Catholic uni- or news agency the SWAT teams about 25 came to my house with about 15 vehicles and started pounding on our door. They said, we're going to break in if he doesn't open it. And then they had about five guns pointed at my husband, myself, and basically at my kids. This is the FBI. A spokesperson with the Philadelphia office of the FBI pushed back against the SWAT team claim, telling Fox News Digital they are inaccurate claims being made regarding the arrest of Mark Hawk. No SWAT team or SWAT team operators were involved. FBI agents knocked on Ms. Hawk's front door, identified themselves as FBI agents, and asked them to exit the residence. So they did and was taken into custody without incident pursuant to an indictment. This is unbelievable. We have people stealing elections all over. I, I'll go through more, and then I'll, I'll give you my, my, whoo, whoo, bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put, violence is never the answer, said special agent in charge of the FBI's Philadelphia Division, Jacqueline McGuire. Violating the FACE Act by committing a physical assault is a serious crime which the FBI will work to hold offenders accountable. Huck's wife told the website LifeSite News her husband drove two hours south every Wednesday to speak outside an abortion clinic to six to eight hours at a time and then times would bring their 12-year-old son. She contends that her husband had showed a man who had gotten into the personal space of their son instead of seeing things about Hawk. She told the outlet that the man tried to sue her husband, but the District Court of Philadelphia threw out the case earlier this summer and it was picked up again by Merrick Garland's Department of Justice. Imagine that. Imagine that. Merrick Garland is in the, in the middle of the brown shirts activity in order to persecute a man that's standing in a place of interposition they where they're trying to kill out. babies? Huh? They already threw it out. They threw it out. But no, Merrick Garland says, no, we want to punish anyone that acts like an American. We want to punish anyone that wants to give people a different way to go about taking care of a child. Maybe we don't have to kill that child. The Democrats want to make this election, they want to make this about Planned Parenthood. They want to make it about abortion. Well, let me just be Captain Obvious for a minute and talk to Captain Dum Dum that's probably listening to to this broadcast. Roe versus Wade being overturned did not stop abortion. We still have a massive fight on our hands in order to save the unborn. And for the village idiots over there that on the left that said they've stolen and taken away your ability to have an abortion. No, they didn't. No, they returned it to states' rights. And if you're living in a state that honors the unborn, you can't have an abortion there. I'm sorry. Or if you do, you can't wait till they're six months in the, in the womb. I'm sorry it's not convenient for you. I'm sorry that you get to just willy-nilly just say, I'm going to kill this unborn child. The heartbeat that starts at six weeks old. Life begins at conception. And where, where most people on the conservative front give in. They give in on the idea that, well, maybe we just negotiate on this. How about you just were, take, use birth control. How about that? Is it so inconvenient that you can't do that? That you have to go through the effort to kill a child? 
And now they attack this man for going there and praying with and speaking outside a abortion baby killing clinic. And then they take those baby parts and they sell them on the open market. Proven. Fact. But Merrick Garland attacks Tina Peters, gives all the support to these pieces of trash leftists. They attack people around the country with impunity. They're going after uh, Stephanie Lambert and uh, Matt DiPerno for doing an investigation because their client told them to. And the judge gave them access to it. And the judge did not seal the contents of any of that stuff. But yeah, the radical left does what they want, acts with impunity, and we're supposed to watch it happen? I don't think so. Merrick Garland is a piece of trash. The radical left has done nothing but destroy any and everything they touch. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. But let's go further. FBI, I wonder if they're involved in it. Maybe they're doing this. Should we talk about maybe the fact that the FBI might be swatting people? Might be, might might be calling be. it to themselves just might to be. cause the death of people. It's not a joke. Cleveland FBI warns of swatting dangers after multiple incidents Friday. After several swatting events, incidents in northern Ohio Friday, the Cleveland FBI is calling out those who make these serious threats. They said in a statement that these take these incidents very seriously because they put innocent people at risk, swatting the act of making a hoax call to emergency service in an effort to dispatch responders to a certain address seems to have more effect, have become more and more prevalent. It goes further to saying that uh, <laughs> this is the FBI, by the way, issuing a threat to schools, events, and other public buildings, even over social media via texting, or through email is a federal crime. Those who post or send these threats can receive up to five years in federal prison or face state or local charges. Unbelievable. You know, the thing, I mean, Marjorie, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene? She got twice. swatted twice in like 24 hours. She can stop that just by listing herself as an HVT and high value target. But again, they want to accuse us of being the, uh, the threats to democracy, right? Yeah, we're not threats. Which we're not a democracy anyways. We're a constitutional republic with apparatuses inside that are democratic in nature. That does not make you a democracy. It doesn't. And, and I got in an argument with somebody who said that that was the case. And so I had to call my friend. I was like, can I phone a friend? I'm going to phone a friend. Can we phone a friend? He's like, yes. I was like, good. I want to I call my friend who's a constitutional attorney. I'd like you to have a conversation with her. 
And I go, you talk, I won't say a word. You just say what you want to say, and let's see if this is true. And after about five minutes, this non-attorney who might have gone to law school at Kmart, Kmart got put out of business, by the way, um, argued with my friend that, no, you don't know what you're talking about, which she promptly said, uh, I'm a lawyer, and this is actually what I do. <laughs> To which he responded, well, maybe you need to get another law license. Oh, here we go. Here we go. But the FBI gets even worse. So we have more to talk about with the FBI. The FBI misled judge who approved of raid. This is in Beverly Hills, guys. And this is unbelievable. You're not even going to believe what happened here. This, this is Gestapo in action in Germany, in Nazi Germany. Take this down for a minute. In Nazi Germany... It was found that the brown shirts and the Nazis went in and stole the wealth of millions of Jews. Millions of Jews. This is a bigger story. This right here is bigger than anything that we've talked about thus far. Anything. So let me put the... So they went ahead and got a thing with the FBI. They went to the FBI and they're like, "Uh, um, uh, mm, uh, yes, there's stuff going on here at the bank, and we need to get into safety deposit boxes. So they did. And let's read this. Let me show you what they did when they misled the, the judge. Whew. <laughs> the Los Angeles Times first reported on Thursday, September 22nd, that the U.S. Attorney Office and the FBI managed to mislead a judge who issued a warrant for a raid on a safety deposit business located in Beverly Hills. <laughs> During the raid, officials obtained 80... 80- Hold on a second. Ready? <laughs> 86 million in cash and millions more in other assets that were seized. The FBI argued that the seizure of the items were justified because they were linked to unknown crimes. Hold on a second. Take it down. I'll keep reading in a minute. Okay, guys, listen to me. Ready? You're a criminal. What did I do? It's an unknown crime, but we're taking all your assets. We're stealing your safety deposit box. <laughs> you know, but that's from a D-listed uh, podcaster. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm D-listed. A D- D-list. Is D-list? I'm a D-lister? D-lister. I think so. Yeah. So, you, you committed an unknown crime. But I know if you got this, it's unknown. I don't know how you got it. But it's an unknown crime. So, I take it from you. Ha! Let's read the rest of it. This is going to be my favorite show of the century, I think. (laughs) According to court documents revealed, the Los Angeles Times agents defied a judge's restrictions in the warrant and searched through box holders belonging for evidence of crimes. Agents searched some 800 safety deposit boxes rented by ordinary people taking cash, jewelry, and $1.3 million in poker chips. They photographed password lists credit cards, a prenuptial agreement, immigration and vaccine records, bank statements, heirlooms, and a will. And in one box, cremated human remains. A senior FBI agent testified in court the central to the plan and did not disclose to the judge was a, was a permanent confiscation of the contents of every box that contained at least $5,000 in cash or goods, the Los Angeles Times reported. Both the FBI and U.S. Attorney's Office announced that they deny all of the allegations. Hold on. Hold on a second. 
you know the easiest way to turn a Democrat into a Republican? Steal $86 million. That's also going to turn everyone that had those safety deposit boxes into Jews. They'll be the new Jew as they steal all their stuff and say, the reason why we took your stuff, well, because you, you committed an unknown crime. This, this money is ours. This is the FBI. This is the government apparatus that I talk about. This is the government apparatus I talk about when I get out there and I say very clearly, what in the world are we allowing to happen in our nation? What? The FBI is allowed to act with impunity, do whatever they want. Judges, silence. Yeah, well, go ahead, go in there. Hey, go fish, fish, go fish. You need $87 million. I mean, you just spend a trillion over in different countries handing it out to foreign interests and giving Hunter Biden. Here you go, Hunter Biden. Got you, bro. I got you. Here's about $20 million. And the big guy, we got, <laughs> we got a couple million for you over here. When you're, if you're not dead by the time you get out of office, we got it for you. We we're, we're got you hooked up. Mm. They, committed a, a, they committed a crime. Now they're denying every allegation? Are you freaking kidding me? You take $87 million of hardworking American money in a time where that, that's the only safe place you can put cash is in a safety deposit box. Where else do you put cash? In the bank? Oh, that's going to, that, I would do that. Make it an electronic deal where the government could come in and just seize it, take it away. But what they're saying is nothing safe, nothing sacred, because we're the henchmen. We're the Gestapo, we're the brown shirts, we're the Nazis, we're the radical leftists in the establishment that gets to come and do whatever they want to you. And these pieces of shit in media who prop them up makes me sick. You want to attack me. All right, so let me just put this out there for all of you guys to understand. I ran a successful business for decades. I risked it all paid employees, gave people opportunities to become partners. I've made people a lot of money. 99% of these people that are, 99.9%, that are the media personalities and the Antifa journalists and everything else, they've never accomplished anything in their life. Nothing. Nothing. They just, they just want people to read their crap. So they'll make up whatever they want. Say whatever they want and act like, there's some sort of noble job. They're not noble. And the FBI is not noble. And they say, we deny all the allegations. You lying scumbags. You're trash. You're destroying people's lives and stealing their hard-earned effort. You're treating them like slaves. It makes me sick. And it should make you sick, too. Well, and think about this story, too. And thank you for that, Ash. <sighs> I mean, honestly, think about this, guys. This was like a year and a half ago that they took all this stuff. What do those people do? Do they have? Do they have some no, you, like answer? You do like, exactly. And how many people do we still have sitting in jail for a year and a half? Yeah, but it's do an unknown crime. Have, yeah, I mean they they haven't charged Give them some back of them. their they money. They still haven't charged them. Give them back. Oh, we deny the allegations. You're committing a crime. You're stealing from people. People are losing everything. They didn't know where else to put it. They put it there. Oh no, they, it's unknown crime. Because the crime to have more than five thousand dollars in a mailbox. Did you know that? It, no, it is. It is, actually. Hoarding cash. It is a crime. You're not allowed. You have to give it to the government to hold on to. You have to give it to a bank to hold on to. They get to, to reign over you. Oh, that's right. You can't even collect rainwater 
in 31 out of the 50 states. Sorry, I, I don't know if it's 31. I think it's, I think it's 32. You can't collect rainwater. Okay, you're not allowed. They want you to register your gardens now, too. They have to know where your money is. They have to tax all your money. They tax it again. I'm not. I'm bro, not. I don't want to diverge, but that, I, that garden thing pisses me off. I and we're not even halfway through, dude. I'm sweating, bro. I'm sweating because I'm like getting angry. Pissed off. I know. I had to do a little bit of Biden there for a minute. You can do boo. I act like Pelosi. Go ahead, go boo. Boo. Oh, you can't boo. hear me. You try to hear me. I said. I should get a boo track. Yeah, we got to have a boo track. I'll find one. They're stealing. Stealing. These pe- the, the, the whole FBI should be abolished. And half th- probably, probably half of them at least should be, should be arrested. The whole thing should be disbanded. Okay, listen. If you guys tell me not to go back on, if you, you tell me not to go back on, because keep going, I will. I'll, I'll finish up here in seven minutes. If you tell me you want me to continue, because I got more. <sighs> I got lots more. We can. So I'll wait for the comments. We're on about a 30-second delay. Um, if you tell me that we can talk about it, we will continue to talk about it. Otherwise hey, we'll you have been indonated. Thanks. You've been out doing Patriot stuff, uh, they say, so thanks for that, if that's true. I've been out doing Patriot stuff? Everybody, you indonated look. has been, he says. Who? You have been indonated on a rumble? He says, I've been out doing Patriots, Patriot stuff. God bless you. Wait. How do you get that on, on rumble? Who's yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, in the rants. Oh, awesome. I'm doing Patriot stuff. I hope you're doing Patriot stuff. I don't know, still know what you're talking about. All right, let's keep going. We have more. Oh, no. Oh, no, we are not done. Oh, the FBI has been busy. House GOP presses former top FBI official for interview on agency's political bias and the Biden cover-up. Oh, say it's not true. Top Republicans in the House Judiciary Committee sent a letter to former FBI assistant special agent in charge, Timothy Thinbolt. Thibault, sorry. T-Bolt. Is it T-Bolt? I think so. T-Ball. T-Bag. You know, because he's a child. Uh, requesting a transcribed interview and the preservation of all existing and future documents related to his role in the politicization of the Department of Justice and the FBI. The Washington Times, love the Washington Times, first reported that Mr. T-Bag resigned from his post after a 30-year career. It's T-Bolt. Sorry. 30-year career at the FBI last late last month amid revelations about political stalemates Statement, sorry, he made while leading the public corruption unit. Wait, hold on. I got to keep going. The request written by Reps Jim Jordan of Ohio, ranking members of the committee, Daryl Issa of California, and Mike Johnson of Louisiana, comes at a time when multiple whistleblowers are giving their disclosures about the FBI to the committee. Several of the disclosures describe how the Washington field office in which Mr. Thiebel worked urging FBI agents to track and monitor subjects they have reclassified as domestic violent extremists based on conservative activism or ideology. Whoa. Whoa. I feel shocked. This is your shocked face? This is my shocked face. Do you see it? But, so, no. but there, there is more. It gets worse. Oh, no, no. No, it's not worse. It's actually better. This is the United States of America. This is the, the plaintiff versus... The United States of America, and this is an FBI agent sworn affidavit informing a magistrate judge of the evidence it has developed. And the magistrate judge agreed that the probable cause existed that evidence of possible violations of the law would be found in plaintiff's residence. While the FBI 
executed the search warrant, it sees 33 items of evidence, mostly boxes containing approximately 11,000 documents and 1,800 other items. Document number 48 at 4, 12 to 13, among the boxes, 13 contained documents with classifications markings, and three classified documents were found in plaintiff's desk. All told, the search uncovered over 100 documents marked confidential, secret, or top secret. 1,800 other items. It's, it is, I don't I hope know. None of that, I hope none of that came from Melania's closet. I really do any of those 1,800 other items. Donald Trump then puts something out that says, this is the real story of the document hoax. Check it out. And so I think play we have it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Play it, please. Here at primetime, we still have some questions. It's about six why minutes, the guys. Six the minutes. House of Joe Biden's political opponent. Last night on Hannity, President Trump raised a pretty good point about the raid. Listen. Under the Presidential Records Act, there's no retribution or prosecution. You're supposed to negotiate. We're talking about documents. We're talking about documents that actually are being watched over to a certain extent, and I would say to a large extent, by the Secret Service. Trump's documents were stored in his home, guarded by Secret Service, and locked away. Now, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm definitely not a librarian. So I can't tell you every little step a president's technically supposed to take to move around his paperwork. But what I can tell you is what past presidents did and how they were treated. Let's start with President George H.W. Bush. His presidential records ended up in a strip mall, a store that used to house a bowling alley and a Chinese restaurant. Were bowling shoes commingled with top secret documents? I don't know. I'm not a national security expert, but if your storage room shares a parking lot with a Chili's and a JCPenney, <laughs> is that secure? Just to say. <laughs> then there's Bill Clinton. Where did he store his records other than his sock drawer? Secret underground bunker, remote military base? Nope. He sent his records to an abandoned car dealership in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm sure Slick Willie had his fun in the back of a few Oldsmobiles, but it doesn't seem like the perfect place to store classified docs. What about George W. Bush? He stored millions of documents at some warehouse in Texas. Bush had an army of trucks and planes bring them across the country. They even had thousands of artifacts like Saddam Hussein's nine millimeter Glock. What about Obama? He's never done anything wrong. He must have had top notch security at his facility. This is where he secured his documents. What's this building? Well, it is a defunct furniture store right across the street from a McDonald's. That'll definitely keep the Russians out. Look at that. Why a furniture store? Did Obama have his aides hide documents under mattresses while he and Michelle shopped for a new couch? Mar-a-Lago is a fortress crawling with Secret Service agents. All of a sudden, Trump sounds like he's handled records more responsibly than any president in the last 30 years. But H.W., Clinton, Bush, Obama, none of them got raided. The FBI didn't go through their wives' clothes. Why? Well, the Trump raid all started with a liberal librarian, David Ferriero. Remember him? On inauguration day, he was watching TV and saw Trump's entourage carrying some boxes into Marine One. Quote, I could remember watching the Trumps leaving the White House and getting off in the helicopter that day and someone carrying a white banker box and saying to myself, what the hell's in that box? Give me my box back. That's my box, and I want to know what's in it. He was an Obama appointee, and he loved Barry. Obama 
made him feel special, sent chills up his leg. He told the librarian his record keeping is just as important as anything else in the government. We were fortunate that um, President Obama, in his uh, open government initiative, recognized the importance of good record keeping. And in fact, he used a quote from us um, in his executive order that the backbone of open government is good records management. And we were just, you know, oh my dancing gosh. in the streets. Wait till you hear this. We got that attention. Obama tossed your precious records in an old furniture store, buddy. Does he really care? But you didn't call the feds on him. It's only Trump who's guilty until proven innocent. And we have records that show that Barack Obama had classified documents in the furniture store and had to send them back to the librarian at the archives. Mike Davis is the president of the Article Three Project and former Senate Judiciary Committee Chief Counsel. I don't think anybody knows about this, that they had strip malls with classified information from former presidents. Did you know that? I did, but what it shows, Jesse, is there is a clear political double standard with Trump and a willful misunderstanding of the law. And they're using this willful misunderstanding of the law to get Trump. He has the absolute constitutional power as president to declassify anything he wants. And he has the absolute statutory power under the Presidential Records Act to take his records when he leaves office. And as you talked about, he went to the office of former president in Mar-a-Lago that happened to be where he, he, he used that as an office while he was the president. It was very secure. These, these records that he had never leaked for 18 months until the Biden uh, Justice Department went down there and did this unnecessary, unprecedented, and unlawful home raid to get back these documents that didn't belong to them. And uh, they, they, have, they have misrepresented the law to the courts, including to the 11th Circuit. And I hope President Trump files a new motion under Rule 41G of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure to get back all 11,000 of these records, including 100 documents, class, documents marked classified that he clearly declassified. Now, Trump says on Hannity that he can declassify a document just by saying it's declassified. Okay, so what he was finishing up with is that President Trump can say they're declassified just by saying they're declassified. That is true! <laughs> and what is also true is that the documents that he had, he should get all of them back. This is not just a witch hunt. It is an attack on American values. But look no further than the FBI to do exactly that. Look no further than the FBI to see exactly what they're doing all over the nation. If you're on uh, Frank's speech, by the way, we're going to be popping off Frank's speech. I think they just did because people are starting to make their way over to others' platforms. Um, I appreciate you coming over to Frank's speech. By the way, let me just give a plug really quick to uh, Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow, use code CD21. That's CD21. Go to MyPillow.com. I bought some new Giza sheets yesterday. Bought some slippers. Um, hey, anybody wants to buy me a pair of slippers? You buy, I get people to buy me slippers. I, let's see how many pairs of slippers I can get bought for me. I got a pair. You did? I got yeah. a pair for my birthday. Did you? Yeah, I was pumped. I also bought a ton of coffee, and I signed up for a subscription. If you sign up for a subscription and you use code CD21, so you go to mystore.com and use code CD21, you will save 25%, and that is on everything that you do on the subscription. 
you know, and there'll be some improvements made just so you know on the My Coffee so that you get coffee shipped on a regular basis. So you ship one bag every two weeks, one bag every, uh, every or two bags every two weeks, two bags a month. If you have a business, you can switch over your coffee to My Coffee and do a corporate account as well. And they can send you two pound or four pound bag bags as well. So keep that in mind. Okay. So I want to get back into this if we can. All right. So we have more on the appellate ruling. This is, I don't even know. I don't, look, I don't, it, it's really long. Well, we don't have to go to that. Go to D. Yeah. I, all right. We're going we're gonna to skip it. But it, it really is important for you to understand that the, the media is a snapshot less than an inch deep. It's a bunch of liars. And you find yourself in the liar's world a lot with the FBI. And President Trump has to just go out there. A lie can go around halfway around the world before the truth can be told. And that is true of the left. They are nothing but liars. So make it known. The left are liars. They're cheats. They're thieves. They've done nothing but destroy everything in this country. Show me where they haven't. Every community that they've touched is now has crime spiked 70, 80, 90%. It's pathetic. Let's just run into D real quick. Biden struggles, as does his party, as Democrats, most Democrats look elsewhere for 2024. The economy and inflation are among the top issue heading into the midterms. No, they're not. That's a lot. Why would they say this? This is not being truthful. No. You know what people care about? You know what they care about? The Green New Deal. Pass me on the Green New. I want the Green New Deal. And accessible sex changes for children. Oh, and yeah, they want sex changes for for children. And they want uh, a weak government and a weak uh, military. Sorry. And they want us to uh, be a proxy war with another nation, another superpower. They want us to be in a proxy war with another. They, that's what they want. They want that. They want to send. They want to send nearly two thirds of all dollars in the budget. They want to send those over to foreign interest as well. They. I want to go to work. You all want to go to work, and you want to go to work to give money to others. You want open borders. You want kids to be. This is what they're doing. I can't believe that you would want not want kids to be trafficked. I mean, isn't that what they're saying? Isn't that what the radical left is saying? No, I can't believe that they would stand against. Us trafficking children. Why wouldn't they let us do that? Radical left. Biden, the merchants, pre- the, the, I'm not going to say the word. The regime coup leader standing customarily, oh, con- I'm sorry, regime coup puppet standing customarily is critical to his party's fortune in midterms, and Biden is well underwater. 39% of Americans approve his job performance, while 53% disprove about where he's been steadily in the past year, specifically on the economy with inflation near a 40-year high. His approval rating is 36%, while 57% disapprove, a 21% deficit. I want to know what idiots that they got to say 36%. They must have like one group of people that are like, hey, Bob, I need you for a hundred bucks to answer. Approve. <laughs> hey, Jane. Jane, we got another one for you. Here's fifty dollars. Please sell out the American people. Make it seem like he's popular. No, they're they're giving the you know me familia vota people some overtime, and so they go out to you know the non-English speaking community, and they say, "You like Biden? You approve of his uh, economic policies?" And they go, "See." Si. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the question <laughs> you get. By the way, when you come across the border. I'm going to give you a $4,000 gift card right here. Oh, but you must answer this question. I approve of Senor Biden. See, si. see, si. see, si. <laughs> si, I do. 
give me four thousand dollars. And this one actually, <laughs> hearing that twenty-one point deficit, you hear. I want to play this really quick. Oh boy. <laughs> Brandon with Trump laughing. <laughs> I just want I want you to know if you go to a sporting event and they're saying let's go Brandon, that's not 36% approval rate. <laughs> I didn't see 36% going like this. Now, I didn't see 1% doing that cuz they're all like this. Yeah, I'm afraid to tell anybody. Yes. Yes, he's really bad. And he's ugly. <laughs> and he talks really badly and he just he can't finish a sentence. And his, <laughs> and his wife called Mexican people tacos. His, he, his wife literally called Mexican people tacos. I know Mexican people that don't like tacos.